0: Hey sweet sister, welcome to the Shine with Franny show. I'm Franny and I'm on a mission to help you become stronger, healthier, and more confident using God's word so you can live fully, freely, and fearlessly. I'm committed to bringing you edutating stories, which is my way of saying I'm going to make you laugh a little and learn a little something at the same time, with the hope that you will be encouraged and strengthened to kung fu kick that darn devil right in the crotch and let him know his rightful place in your life. Girl, he is not the boss of you. So let's claim your freedom and walk in it. All right, sweet sister, you are in the right place if you're also under construction and you need a little extra Jesus and joy in your world every day. I believe that God has a special message for you today. It's about to get hot up in here, so let's go. Hey, sweet sisters, welcome back to The Shine With Brandy Show. I am so glad that you're here today because I believe today is gonna rock your world, the Holy Spirit has downloaded some divine truth bombs today that you're going to go, maybe kind of make you scratch your head and think a little bit because as women and really this day and age in our society, you know, we see everything as a visual. There's a video, there's an Instagram picture, there's a beautifully photoshopped, filtered picture that we see of someone's, you know, six pack abs and, you know, those quads of steel and those awesome deltoids and who knows what else, right? And you'll oftentimes hear that expression that abs are made in the kitchen. Well, I don't know about you, but I am still looking for that kitchen because I have yet to see those abs protruding from my rib cage. But we do hear that, you know, 80% is diet and 20% is exercise. Well, I need to be honest, sisters, like I believe that is a bunch of malarkey, okay? I believe that there's actually a completely different breakdown, and I want you to sit tight with me. So if you are taking notes, and you know how much I'm a firm believer in note-taking, I want you to write this down, because this is my personal belief on this. Again, this is something that I feel like the Holy Spirit has imparted into me, but there's going to be some really key ingredients that I want you to think about as you literally evaluate and kind of assess your own personal health with where you are right now. So if we think about everything as 100%, right? I believe that only 25% is diet, only 25% is exercise, and I believe that 50% is lifestyle and the quality of life that you have within the lifestyle that you live. So let me break this down a little bit. All right, let me just go ahead and break that down a few seconds ago. 25% diet, 25% exercise, and then 50% lifestyle. Now let's think about, all the other things that you do when you're not eating your three, four, you know, perhaps five or six meals if you're grazing or, you know, snacking or whatever, or if you're intermittent fasting, you might only be eating one or two meals. But let's think about all the other things that you do when you're not eating. Let's think about all the other things that you do when you're not exercising. So take literally like 10 seconds, maybe pause this and just write down what are some of the other things that you are doing during the day? that do not consist of eating a meal and exercising, right? Are you sitting around watching TV? What are you doing? You know, are you making phone calls? Are you cooking? Are you gardening? Are you cleaning the house? Are you taking care of a loved one? Are you taking care of small children? Are you cleaning up after small children? I really want you to sit and evaluate for a minute or two and just say, okay, what are the other things I do throughout the day? And then I really want you to start looking at, you know, if you're working, if you put down work, which I'm assuming most people are going to put that down, what kind of work is it? Is it work that is completely stressful? Is it work that you completely hate? You like literally want to hit snooze 24 times in the morning because you're dreading getting up and going to work? Can you not wait until you clock out at the end of the day? You know, you're counting on the minutes. And when you come home, sister friend, what are you coming home to? Are you coming home to you know coming home to crazy children who are running around the house? Are you coming home maybe to a husband who is just sitting on the couch and and not helping with anything that you need to get done? We really need to assess and evaluate a variety of things. So this is if you're writing this down, I want you to go ahead and just write down a couple of these words. One, how much sleep are you getting, sister? I talk to some people who are like, oh, I'm lucky if I get four or five hours. I'm like, what? We are not designed for four hours. My grandmother was so wise, she used to always say, eight hours of sleep, eight hours of work, and eight hours of play. And she was an old school little Italian immigrant who was wise beyond her years. But how much sleep are you getting? Now, let me ask you the next question to follow up, little chaser right here. How much rest are you getting? Now, perhaps when you're sleeping, you're not restful, And I also want you to think about when you're not sleeping, like when you're just having some downtime, like, do you always have to be doing something? Are you okay just to sit around and read a magazine? Do they even make magazines anymore? I guess I see them at the grocery store. Yes, perhaps they do. But are you sitting around? Like, what are you doing in your rest time? Are you journaling? Are you painting? Are you creating? Are you doing something? Are you, you know, crafting or scrapbooking or doing something? Now, that's not necessarily considered rest because that is actually what I would consider fun. What do you do for fun? So write that down as another category. What are you doing when you are not sleeping, when you're not working, right? When you're not exercising or eating, what are you doing to have fun? Like, are you hanging out with your girlfriends? Are you making phone calls? Are you sending texts or cards to people? Are you running around, you know, playing with your kids outside? Are you going sled riding? Are you going swimming with your kids. You know, think about all the things that you might be doing to have fun. I don't know about you, but I love to laugh. And I laugh mostly at myself. And usually people are laughing alongside of me. Um, But I also love like just laughing. And I love listening to John Crist. So every night before I go to bed, I'll just kind of flip through his stories and just laugh. And it just makes me laugh. And I love having that like last minute of like that smile and that warm, like fuzzy good feeling before I go to bed. Because guess what? We have enough other things that are preoccupying our time and our mind that are less than warm and fuzzy, right? Maybe I'm just speaking for myself on that one. But if that's you, drop me a line after this and let me know. Now, let's also think about, and if you wear a iWatch or whatever they're called, tracker, or whatever you'd like to call it, it is going to tell you, hey, it's time to breathe. Hey, it's time to get up and move. Hey, it's time to have to, to stand, right? What kind of movement and activity are you participating in during the day? Not just at work. You know, are you getting up though, if you are at work every hour, just to walk around, to go to get a drink of water, go talk to the secretary? I don't know with COVID, I don't even know what that looks like because I do work from home. But what kind of activity are you doing throughout the day? Maybe you're swiffering it up and you're getting crazy with your dance moves as you turn on your best Janet Jackson song. Y'all know I used to wanna be a backup dancer for Janet Jackson. If you didn't, you do now. I can still do the Rhythm Nation move. Okay. Then I want you to think about the quality of relationships you have. I really want you to think, are you stressed out when you see your mom's name show up on your phone? Like I said, are you stressed out when you go home? You're not sure, you know, if your husband or your partner, or your spouse, whomever, you know, your boyfriend, or whatever, you know, what kind of relationships do you have in your life? And maybe they're just not with the immediate person. Like I'm single. I feel like I have really rock solid relationships. I probably text about 10 people on a daily basis that we're in communication with. And that is like one of my most cherished, you know, moments of the day when I have that connection with those people. What kind of relationships do you have? I love writing cards. I used to work at a Hallmark store when I was back in high school and I used to love looking through the cards and they were like so expensive. They were like $6 for a card, even back in the 1990s. But I loved writing and sending cards to people. And I know things have come, you know, full circle where you send an email or a text, but I still love writing cards. I send my nieces and my nephews Valentine cards, St. Patrick's Day cards, Halloween cards, Fourth of July. Like, I send little care packages because I just feel like that is such a warm fuzzy. And it makes me feel good to give. And like, I know how much they love receiving them. So that makes me happy. Right. So that is another characteristic of a good quality of life that I believe is wrapped up into that 50%. Right. What are you tithing? What are you giving? And it doesn't have to be something in the form of a monetary donation. It might be. But what are you giving of your service? Are you helping that, you know, elderly neighbor down the street? Maybe they need some snow removed or some leaves raked. Or maybe they just need a meal. You know, maybe it's just nice if you bring over some cookies that you and your family made. Perhaps maybe it's even something that's volunteering at your church or helping a single mom at church. You know, maybe she needs some babysitting or, you know, daycare or something. These are all contributing factors to the quality of life that we lead. Now, I also want you to think about some things that perhaps might be considered part of your diet, but water intake. That is huge, right? Like if we believe that Jesus is the living water, we need to be taking in water, not just your Starbucks, not just your, you know, super gulp, big size, you know, diet Dr. Pepper or even, you know, regular Dr. Pepper. Don't even get me into the calories on that. But I truly believe that the 80-20 rule does not apply. I believe, and I would love to hear your feedback. I'm sure I'm going to get some nutritionist or somebody who's going to be like, that's a crock of crap, <laughs> right? But the 25% diet, 25% exercise, and 50% your lifestyle. Now, some of these things I share, you know, relationships, your stress level, you know, the rest you're getting, the volunteering, the philanthropy that you might do, the ways in which you're offering your time and your talents. Those are what I also like to believe are your faith. They're the components of your faith because that is an essence of our quality of life. We are designed as human beings. We are designed to be with God. We are in community with him and therefore we're in community with other people because it says above all else, love God and love others as you love yourself. So I'm a firm believer that these are major contributing factors to your overall health. Now. As we break that down a little bit, I want us to think about this because your mental health, all of these things that I just mentioned, your movement, your activity, you know, your rest, your sleep, we know that there are endorphins that are released when you exercise, that there are endorphins just when you're moving, um, when you have good bonds with people, serotonin is released, right? Think about chemically connecting with someone. Think about when you're laughing, right? There is a brain, there's like this crazy trigger in your brain That it just makes you smile and it makes you happy. It's your happy hormone. So these things, of course, contribute to your overall health. Now, I love that as we think about losing weight. You know, oftentimes I work with women, as you know, I, you know, work with them and helping them get stronger, helping more confident using God's word. Oftentimes, when I'm kind of doing the initial inventory and I ask, I'm asking them questions. One of the questions that I always ask is, when was the last time that you were able to lose weight? And so many women will tell me, oh, I can't lose weight now because of, you know, menopause or I can't lose weight. And I'm like, "Hmm." I want us to think about this because if you think you can't do something, then it's likely you won't. Because as we know, everything starts in your thoughts, right? We know that from the heart, we then think something. And then from the thought, then we then speak something. And then from what our mouths do, we then act on it. So if we think about that, you know, I love the Henry Ford quote, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. But let's go to the Bible, which we know is the ultimate, you know, self-guide book. And when we think about this in Luke 17, 6, and Jesus says, if you have faith, which we know faith is a belief in something you cannot see. So he says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, it will be done, right? And he says, this mulberry bush will go and throw itself into the ocean, like something that is rooted and planted will actually move itself. It will uproot itself because there's so much power. And if we think about, let's go ahead and get secular here for a second. If we think about Star Wars, which really is an allegory, if we think about Star Wars, right? Like, think about when Luke was trying to lift, I don't even know what the little vehicle was called, his transportation thing. And, you know, he's lifting it, and he's thinking in his mind, and it's raising up out of the swamp. And Yoda is there, and it's moving, and then all of a sudden it drops. And Yoda's like, because you weren't thinking about it. If we don't think we can lose weight, if we don't think we can get healthy again, if we don't think we can return to our place of optimal health, then guess what, sister friend? We won't be able to. So I once heard a quote from a friend of mine, Chris, and he had a great expression. He says, look, you have to believe something 51%. 51, you don't have to believe it 100%. You have to believe it 51%, which is simply saying you have to believe it 1% more Then you don't, which I love that (laughs) because it is oftentimes hard to believe in yourself, especially if you have seen a track record or a history or a pattern where you have not had as much success as you wanted. Now, I don't know about you, sister Fred, and I'd love to hear from you because for me, I see these, you know, successive motions and I see these things and then I sabotage myself. So, you know, you lose 10, you gain five. You lose 20, you gain 25, right? I feel like that there are sometimes these patterns and cycles, and oftentimes what it comes back to, of course, are, are my overall lifestyle choices. Am I running through Burger King to get those onion rings? Uh, yes, ma'am. Okay, let's just be honest. Love me some onion rings, <laughs> and I don't make them at home, but Burger King has some good ones. I'm just saying. It's Oftentimes, though, so too, I recognize that if I'm afraid of something, if I'm afraid of you know, going all in, or if I stop volunteering, I know that COVID has been a really big, you know, span of months where people were, you know, joking about gaining the COVID-19. Well, y'all, it's not just because you weren't going outside or going out to work, it was because, you know, you were sitting around, think about the lifestyle, you were watching Netflix, you were sitting around eating, you know, you weren't doing the same kind of level of activity, you also weren't going to church, you weren't volunteering in your community, all those relational connections and all those ways in which we were engaging with people and adding and enhancing our quality of life, that has been eliminated, right? And maybe it's not been eliminated, but it's been lessened. So going back to that idea that believing in yourself 51%, I want to ask you some questions. So if you're still taking notes, I want to ask you, do you, sister friend, believe that you can be healthy again, even after menopause? even after your prime years of 25-35, after baby number one, number two, number three, number four? Or do you believe that you can actually continue living after your divorce, after your job loss, after that bankruptcy, after that death of a loved one? And I really want you to think about these questions. You know, I really want us to kind of dive in deep here because If we are saying that these are overall contributing factors to our overall quality of life, these are really important things. What we think about these things is hugely important and it's impacting your daily living, which ultimately is going to impact what you're eating, which ultimately impacts if you're moving or not, you know, through the form of exercise. So, going back to the very beginning of this, that, you know, that 80 20 rule that I believe is, you know, a bunch of malarkey, and going to the idea that it's 25 25 50. What is that 50? What is the half of your life, you know, comprised of? So I want you to think about this, you know, is it something, you know, do you believe that you need to have that sweet treat every night before you go to bed? Do you believe that you need that big gulp of Dr. Pepper, you know, or that, you know, daily Starbucks fix? Do you believe that those things are essential You know, I hear some people, and I have been this person before, like, I can't go to bed without a little, you know, bite of chocolate or a little sweet treat. Well, guess what? When I travel, a lot of times I don't have that sweet treat. And guess what? I woke up the next day. (laughs) And I also slept pretty well. So it is a belief that I have that is actually not rooted in truth. So I really want you to consider all of these contributing factors, you know, the sleep, the movement, the activity, the rest, water, stress, all of these things we've talked about today, friends. And I really want you to ask yourself, what is my breakdown? What is my 25% of diet and exercise independent of one another? And then what is the 50% of my lifestyle? Now, if you want, I have a quick little, like just little PDF, little, uh, you know, resource that I'd love to share with you. You can send me an email if you're like, Franny, you talk a mile a minute, which I get so excited about this stuff, y'all, that I can't slow down. It, It just gets me so excited. You can also slow down the episodes just so you know when you're listening to them. I do know some people who listen to them only at 1.5, which works out perfectly because I'm talking so quickly already. (laughs) But you can send me an email if you weren't able to write these things down or if you just want to take it a little bit deeper. I'm just asking you these questions and I kind of have it broken down with some of these categories, you know, kind of just looking at your overall lifestyle and the contributing factors to that. And then I'm asking you some of those questions, you know, do you believe you can be healthy again or do you believe that you can go a day without... So I'm you know, kind of diving in a little bit more of the mile deep versus what you're listening to today. So just drop me an email. It's Franny at shinewithfranny.com, Franny, F-R-A-N-N-I-E, just like the show name, at shinewithfranny.com. And I will send you over that little quick inventory so you can kind of go a little bit further and a little bit deeper in this, because this is something that is hugely on my heart, because I believe that society and culture has totally programmed us to believing something and I also believe, and I'm going to do a whole series on this, friends, because I believe that the enemy, if he can keep us in less than our optimal health, then guess what? We're not doing kingdom work. We're not being as fruitful. He is after our fruitfulness. And so if he can keep us from doing the work that we have been designed and our purpose for living here on the side of heaven, then guess what? We're not contributing. So we're not as much of a threat to him anymore. So uh, that's a whole other series, I, like I said, I'll get into. but. This is what I have believed, you know, I've lost over 125 pounds and maintained it for two decades. And this is what I believe, like the quality of my relationships, the, the lack of stress in my life. Like I don't stress about very much. I mean, really my one friend, you know, she is a worrywart. I just love her to death, but you know, call me when you get home, let me know. Oh my gosh, I don't think you should be traveling on your own. Why are you flying on an airplane? Like all of these things. And I'm like, girl, I believe in Jesus. Like if he calls me home, he calls me home. Like I'm not worried about things. And actually, it actually is a sin because it tells us in the Bible, do not worry. And therefore, if God says it and he tells us not to do something, we're going against what he's asked us to do. So, anyways, I don't want to get on a soapbox there, but I do believe that if we are not operating in our optimal health, right, then the enemy can use us a little bit more than when we are in our full, you know, full effect, full health you know, so that we can just go ahead and Lord, how do you want to use me today? Where do you want to use me? Who can I bless today? Right. Do you want me to make, uh, you know, those cookies for that neighbor down the street? Do you want me to go and help somebody mow their lawn? You know, all the things and the ways in which we can then give back and serve and be the body of the church. All right. So sister, if this blessed you, please let me know, drop a comment, you know, below drop a review. I'd love to hear that. Also, I always love hearing from, you know, friends and followers, um, of Shine With Brandy show. So please, please, please feel free to use that same email just to say, hey, this was powerful or this was revolutionary. Or you can also tell me like, I don't agree with you. Like, I love hearing that too, because guess what? That's how I get sharper. Iron sharpens iron. It makes me think about things a little bit differently too. And if this is also you and you're still here and listening, then if you're like, you know what? I need to go ahead and get stronger, healthier, more confident, right? And I want to use it God's way when I put my help in his hands then, hey, Franny, I'd love to work with you. Like, I would love to have a conversation with you and see how I can help. So feel free just to go ahead and shoot me that email and just say, you know, you could put in just the subject line, you know, coaching or whatever. And I will go ahead and, you know, share some information with you and find out more and see if I am the one to help you right now. All right, sweet sister, be blessed because you are a blessing and know that you are loved beyond measure by your father and by me. And I hope you have a very blessed day. And until next time, keep shining. Hey sister, thank you so much for tuning in today. I know life is full, but I hope I can fill your cup to overflow with more Jesus and joy. While well, I hope for friends on all social platforms. I invite you to click the subscribe button so each episode will automatically download once it's released. Oh, and real quick before you go, if you found value in today's message and you learned something new, please share a rating and write a review. And of course, I'd love for you to share this message with another sister who might be encouraged by it too. Now. Get out there and live fully, freely, and fearlessly, knowing that that is why you're here. Until next time, shine on, sweet sister.